again for another podcast. And so are you. So thank you for joining me today. Um, it is, speaking of today, it is Monday, the 22nd of March, 2021. And it is 6.39pm. Um, I... You know, I was thinking about doing the podcast yesterday. Sometimes, sometimes I do kind of consider doing it on Sunday nights because, especially when I'm like, you know, when we're locked down and we're working from home, I kind of have less admin, less work life admin to do on a Sunday night. Normally, my Sundays would be, um, kind of filled with ironing and just a general dread of the week ahead um obviously 98 percent of that is dread and then two percent is just ironing um oh and then I, I guess there's also the you know i'll make my lunch and stuff but whatever um yeah normally it's kind of i spend time procrastinating the small tasks i need to do and it then makes the small tasks longer. So like, for example, ironing takes 20 minutes to iron all of my shirts for the week ahead. Maybe even the trouser legs off my trousers, obviously. Not my trouser legs of my t-shirts, you know. Um, But yeah, I know that the ironing needs to be done, and I'm like, I don't want to iron. And I do all the things, everything that I could possibly do that isn't ironing before I do the ironing. And all of these things that I could possibly do that aren't ironing before the ironing, they might, you know, equal a cumulative two and a half hours. This is all things from um, lying on my bed, which is fun. And then another one would be to um, look in the fridge and eat whatever is the most, um, you know, kind of enticing offering of the fridge. And um, I might also play on the Xbox for absolutely no reason for a while. Um, Even though it's, you know, it's a perfectly valid pastime, it's just not something I normally do. It's just something I do when I'm kind of putting something off. Um, And yeah, and then I end up doing the 20-minute ironing session, and it's kind of the last thing I do before bed, and it's kind of a negative. You know, I end the day on a negative thing, and that sucks. Um, However, (laughs) my point was, most of that admin is now no longer um, in play because I don't need to iron. In fact, all I need to do is make sure that the clothes I've been wearing for the past however many weeks um, every day at my work, desk, home thing um, are able to be picked up off the floor um, and they don't smell so bad that I'm distracted. Um, And that's kind of really it. Um, So I was thinking maybe maybe I'll do the podcast, but I don't know. I kind of was, even the thought of doing the podcast kind of felt weird because I was thinking, 
it felt like an awful long time since I'd last done a podcast, even though, of course, the time frame is exactly the same every time. It's a week. Um, and I'm not sure, but I'm interested to know what's, what is going on there that makes breakfast, um, that makes this um, feel like a week. You know, why, why does this week feel longer? than the past weeks where they've flown by. And I would probably go as far as saying as um, it wasn't an overly nice week last week. It wasn't a terribly bad week, but I was very, say I was busy at work. I was, I was busy, but I also had to contend with um, the, the aspect of living with my mother while trying to work. Now, I've spoken to a number of people of late and when we when we think about what actually is the podcast about, it is it is significantly weighted towards slandering my mother. So, I need to make it crystal clear that I do love my mother, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, you know, I would be lost without her. However, when I'm trying to do my work, I previously hadn't accounted for her presence, you know? Like, when I'm at my desk, I don't have to think really about anything else except for the work. Like, in, in the office, I don't have to think about much else. Um, however, I'll explain the issues I've had this week, and you'll likely disagree because you're a you're you're a nice person who's kind of sound of mind whereas i'm kind of you know borderline you know borderline reaching a a a, a, a like an event horizon i think well no i definitely know that isn't the right word but it sounds good um it's not a word it's two words you idiot um i guess i'm reaching kind of this point a tipping point where um which is a show that i just can't get on board with by the way tipping point don't know it's just coins get over it um but yeah i think i'm reaching a tipping point where i am probably borderline you know mentally not quite stable um so but yeah hear me out and let me know what you think. Let me know if you think I'm being unreasonable. Um, the fact that I'm asking you to tell me that you think I'm being unreasonable probably suggests that I know I'm being unreasonable. And don't tell me if I'm being unreasonable. I don't need that. <laughs> um, tell me how much you like me. That would be nice. Um, anyway, <laughs> so what happened is during the last week, um, so let me, let me just clarify first my workspace home office. It's not an office. It's just where I've commandeered at the moment. Um, it is, um, in the kind of, it's in an odd place. It's kind of a pretend dining room. That's very rarely used for dining, probably dined in. I will say I think you 15 times a year is probably more than what it's used for dining in, which I think is not a lot of time to be dined in. 
I don't think you can be called a dining room if you're being dined in less than 15 times a year. But anyway, we'll get past that. Um, the room is situated right next to the uh, like the porch of the back door, and it's cold because the back door, uh, sorry, the porch, the back porch is the coldest room in the house because um, the back door seems to kind of have like a slight give to it, and the a draft gets in, and the porch door has like a sort of um, like a strip along the bottom that doesn't quite cover the whole, uh, you know, space. I mean, more so than a normal door, because of course there's always going to be like some form of space underneath the door, but this is enough for a small person's finger, a small person's little finger to get under, I would say. Um, I think you're easily fitting an 11 year old little finger under that door. Anyway, um, so there's that amount of breeze coming, not breeze, but draft. Um, so it's not quite feelable, you know, feelable. It's not quite like tangible. You can't, it's not a breath on you, but it, it's, it cools the whole room down is my point. So I wear a sweater and a fleece, a hoodie and a fleece in my workspace every day. That's fine. I'm not complaining. It's quite a nice setup. The reason I sit in there, because I know why you, like, you're thinking, why are you complaining about being in a cold room? The reason I'm in there is because it has the most daylight in the day. Of all the rooms I think that I could possibly work in, it has the most sun. Um, which, to be honest, in hindsight, maybe wasn't that smart because the sun is sometimes directly in my eyes. Of course, I can change the blinds and stuff, and that's fine, but I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that's why I'm there. Um, so that's where I am, and that room is directly linked onto the kitchen, um, and that's important. So right now, you kind of know where I am. I'm right next to the kitchen. So in the mornings, normally, how it works is I go down to work 9 a.m., and my mother is already down there. She is um, usually finishing her breakfast at that point. She's probably got, she's either got BBC Radio 1 on or um, like one of the one of the many morning TV shows on that discuss completely vapid, pointless news. Um, I mean, sometimes it's real news, but it's mostly just like people talking. And, uh, you know, people talking absolutely sucks, am I right? Um, anyway, uh, I was bringing the House of Cards down there for a second. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, she's normally in there. And to be honest, I find it annoying. There, I find it annoying. <laughs> I wish I could just be in, I wish I could work with no one around forever, basically. Um, I would like to have my job in peace until it's done. You know, reach the end of the day, finish my work, and go. And then at that point, I do my social, which is still zero, but the options there. I want to turn the option for socializing on once work is done. Um, I don't like the, the enforced social when I'm in work. So I might be sat down, 
getting ready for the day ahead and uh, my mother might say um, something about like the cat or something about you know a scam call on the ho- on the on the house phone number and I'm kind of just thinking uh, I you know if I was normally working I wouldn't know any of this information so please don't tell me it because I don't want to know um, and yeah, like every time at some scammer calls up talking about my Amazon package, which by the way doesn't exist because I use Amazon occasionally, but very, very rarely. Um, and every time a scammer calls, mum tells me about my Amazon package. And I'm like, I don't have one. Never speak to them. This is the key with scammers. Don't even speak to them. When they say some bullshit, excuse my language, put the phone down. As soon as you have a chat with them, they're thinking, right, well, okay, so the door's open now. We can kind of, you know, chip away at this person until they give away some silly information. I mean, mum thinks that it's even vaguely in good faith. (laughs) But anyway, um, my point is, is it's kind of like uh, the sort of complete nonsense uh stuff that she normally is involved in in the morning so we're talking you know there seems to be a thing on radio one breakfast at the moment and i like greg james by the way greg james is a seemingly cool guy but i think you sort of have to be i don't feel like he's actually being himself on the radio at all it's like a different i think just on breakfast radio you just have to kind of i don't know try and seem uh as happy as possible and whatever um he's doing this thing on on the breakfast show at the moment at the mo- at the moment at the moment <laughs> where it's some person literally just calls up random radio shows around the UK and s- they say that they are someone that they're not so they say i'm Jonathan and I'm a young farmer when in reality they're Thomas and they're a person who doesn't work on a farm and they're not young. And to me, hear me out. I don't know what the fuck is the point of that. Again, excuse my language. I'm just, I'm, I'm annoyed at that. What the hell is going on here? Um, so anyway, mum's been listening to that every day. Now, Normally, all of that's fine because I would say at the latest, at 10 a.m. the latest, mum kind of vacates the kitchen, vacates the area, and goes about her day doing whatever. She'll go for a hike. She'll read books. She'll watch some TV and the other thing. She occasionally works. um, And, you know, generally does all the stuff in the house that, I will never, ever notice, but presumably it's incredibly important to the upkeep of the house. So again, thank you, mother. Mother? Mum? Mum? Whatever. Um, I I guess it's just funny. It's, you know, it's part of the bit to call her my mother, you know, but whatever. Um, So, uh, yeah, this week, the problem is this. She's not been leaving the kitchen. And I'll tell you why she's not been leaving the kitchen. Because she's painted the kitchen. Now, 
there's a few things here. The theme of the faux dining room that I'm in, the pretend dining room, um, slash workstation, uh, excuse me, um, and the, excuse me again, I was sick of my mouth there the second time, um, I had a, a cake and cream just before I <laughs> just before I started recording because I thought, hmm, I need some energy. Uh, so I thought, I'll eat a slice of cake and put a load of cream on it. Um, now I feel sick and I haven't even had dinner. Um, so, yeah. And it, yes, so my where I work is, is painted white. I think there might be blue skirting, possibly blue. I'm not sure. Kitchen is sim is the same theme. Um, I think it's all white, though. I actually think it's all white. I think it used to be blue and then it was painted white. My point is, uh, yeah, no, it's white. It is white. And for some reason on Monday, and yeah, I mean, allegedly, it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm also in the room and that it might annoy me. Um, and I, I, I'm inclined to believe her on that point, but whatever. Um, she, at some point during you know, listening out for young farmer Tom on whatever show. Um, she took a look around the kitchen um, and saw the, the shade of white and thought, hmm, it's not quite white enough, which, you know, firstly is suspect. Um, you know, she's of a different generation, isn't she? So we'll have to keep an eye out on that. But also... It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I nearly swore again there, but I don't really want to, I don't want this to be, I don't want this to be a naughty podcast. This is a podcast for everyone. Um, but yeah, who cares about the shade of white in the kitchen? Because I tell you what, no one has once ever said, wow, this kitchen is pristine white. They might say this is a very clean kitchen. But I don't think anyone has ever said or even suggested. And I tell you one other thing: I've never even noticed that it was painted white until she said, "Hmm, what do you think about this white?" And I said, "I don't even care." Um, so, so on the basis that the kitchen was so offensively not white enough, um, she took it upon herself to paint the whole kitchen again. Um. Not one, but two, but three uh, uh, layers of paint are now white paint are on the uh, the kitchen. Obviously, I was kind of high off the fumes. I was thinking, hmm, I wonder why I was kind of off form, why I was feeling so weird, why it feels like the week is why it's been so long. Maybe because I was high as hell off paint fumes all day. So I've been huffing paint, um, you know, trying to do my work and. Firstly, the radio is on before I get down for work and the radio stays on for the painting. And I, I did say to her, I'd, I'd reached, I think the, I'd reached the end of my tether about on Friday. And I think it was kind of Friday afternoon and I'd said to her, how can you listen to the same songs constantly over and over again on Radio 1? Because that's how it works. Like, again, you know, I, I already knew this. I'd listened to the radio lots before, obviously. And, like, 
as soon as you're exposed to listening to the radio for a week, you realize it's, it is a completely thoughtless playlist. Like there's occasionally, there's like a bright point once per hour, maybe where a new show is uh, a new song or a different song is played and like, fine. And it's almost as if that's the formula to like keep people from not completely going mental and jumping off a cliff because um, that driver's license song, hey, I heard it one time and I thought, do you know what? There's real heart behind that. And she's a young girl and like she's incredibly talented and she's, you know, I think this it's a real good song. I've heard it 600 times now. Don't think I need to hear it again, ever. Um, and I feel bad for that young girl because, um, you know, maybe like my my view on her might now change. It might be different now. I might not like her. I don't know. Hopefully, well, I assume she's fairly safe. She'll probably never meet me and thank God for that. Um, but yeah, can't be bothered with that song. What else is being played all the time, every single day? James Arthur, he gets an awful lot of uh, air time. That was what that was what it was. Um, again, quite a good voice, powerful, but also whatever. You've heard it once, you've heard it every time. What made me, what boiled my blood um, no end was the fact that Ed Sheeran's The Shape of You was played more than five times, I think. And I can't believe that as a society, globally, that that song is, no, is still played at all, ever. I, I think it should be banned, is my view. And I... I I, that is actually, it's no slight on Ed Sheeran. I, I'm sure he's kind of a nice guy. I don't know. And again, hopefully for his sake, he never has the displeasure of meeting me. But the shape of you needs to stop. It needs to stop. And I told my mum, I said to her, mum, how can you live like this? <laughs> that was what I said. I said, how can you live like this? Because I had... Like when I say I'd reached the end of my tether, I really had. And she was like, oh, I, I like listening to the same song over and over. She said, I like listening to the same song a lot. And I was like, yeah, I mean, so do I, but not all, not all day, you know? Not all day in between stupid skits about prank calling people which apparently prank calling people on the phone on live radio is actually like illegal so it probably won't be it probably won't even be a real prank call it'll be kind of like a pre-arranged thing i don't even know if it's illegal i've just heard it on a podcast somewhere else like three days ago and i didn't even check to see if that's a real thing but whatever it kind of makes sense that it would be illegal maybe i don't know um and also, it doesn't matter if it's real or not. That It's just not funny. It, I don't think it's funny, really, that much, ever. Um, it's only funny when I do it, you know? Um, or when, you know... It, these are the things where it's like you have to be there. Otherwise, it's kind of just like, I don't know, you're just not involved. So, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, we... 
She's painted the whole kitchen white. And can I tell the difference? No, absolutely not. Can't tell the difference. Um, the smell of paint has kind of just about dispersed from the room. Um, today, being Monday, was the first day for, well, since last week. It's the first day since Friday that she hasn't, that she's left the kitchen at, you know, pre, pre-10. And that's good because I was worried for a second there that she thought, oh, well, maybe he wants some company. It was quite nice to be in the same, you know, it was quite nice to see him at work. It was quite nice to sort of be near him and, you know, feel not less alone over the lockdown. Hey, I don't care. Get out of the kitchen. I need to work. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment. And I've just, I've just realized something since we've been on the call. On the call? Good God. I need to turn my life, my brain, my, my business brain off. Business brain? Trust me, I don't have one. I need to turn my work brain off. We're not on a call. We're on a podcast. Sorry. Um, I've just realized something, though. And it's... <laughs> I think I'm it's darn near going to push me over the edge. Um, I mentioned not so long ago that um, the uh, the room that I work in currently has the same color scheme as the kitchen. It's all white. Do you know what that means? Because I think you do. Well, if the white of the kitchen is now so pristinely white, then that must mean that the the room that I'm in isn't white enough for mum, my racist mother. She's not racist, just to clarify, but, you know, it's funny, isn't it? It's part of it. Um, so, yeah, that might mean that I'm next in the firing line. And I swear to God, if the radio has moved into the room and she's painting behind me while I'm trying to work, I'm going to break everything. <laughs> I'm going to break... In fact, I might even not. I might not even lash out. I might just not say a word and walk about 300 metres to the south of where we are, my position now. And just walk into the sea and don't turn back. Be- because it's tough. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, lockdown ha- is hard enough to just get by. And to me, if if I hear Ed Sheeran's The Shape of You one more time, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take some sort of extreme action. Because I can't bear to live like this. So, um, yeah. That's why it was such a long week. Because I got... I just couldn't concentrate. And I spent all of the week completely, you know, so angry. (laughs) Like, you know, at a permanent level of anger. And um, all because probably the kitchen needed painting. It probably just did need painting, and I didn't even, I wouldn't know because I'm just ignorant. So, yeah, sorry, Mom. I've, you know, I've branded you a racist, and um, 
all kinds of other slander on here, but you know, ultimately I love her. You know, she's a good egg. She's a good person. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can, you know, we'll only go up from here. Anyway, I've been talking for 28 minutes, so it's time for a bibbity bobbity, I believe. Um, and probably like the outro. So I'll see you in about two and a half seconds. Hello. I'm here again, Ovs. And um, it was it was International Poetry Day on Sunday, which was kind of an interesting one. I think it was Sunday. I don't know. Um, it was recent. And it was definitely over the weekend. But I'm uh, like, I was going to say I'm a poet. I'm not. I have written poems before a few poems, been writing poems probably for the past two, three years, maybe, maybe three years, I think, probably coming up on three years. Um, and they're just the ones I've been like putting on my Instagram foolishly. Um, you know, as I sort of gradually got to a point where I shared enough about myself to a point where kind of the, I've sort of gone past embarrassment now. There is no, I kind of almost can't be embarrassed by the things that are online because there's kind of enough there. So I've got poems on there, which kind of covers one aspect of it. That's the sort of soppiness um, of it. And then there's this, which is, you know, frankly, a disgrace, I guess, uh, depending on who you are. But, you know, thanks to, those of you who listen, it's very kind of you. I appreciate you a great deal, a great deal. Um, you keep me going. But yeah, so I've, I've been writing poems for a while now, and I, I had the idea this morning where I was like, do you know what? On the podcast, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a poem. And I thought, nah. Just now I just thought, no, I can't, because the tone of this podcast is just not, <laughs> it's just not right for it. Um, I mean, unless I've got a silly poem that I've written, I think I wrote one about pot noodle at some point. Maybe I'll do that. Um, but yeah, what was I even going to say about the, I was going to say, oh yeah, no, here it is. Uh, I'll read you a poem about beef pot noodles, shall I? Okay. So here it is. Let me, let me put on my good voice. This is mental. <laughs> That's not part of the poem, by the way. I just thought, this is mental. Um, never truly able to emerge from the vast shadow cast by its cousin, chicken and mushroom. A cultureless flavour for an increasingly uncivilised age, but desperate times call for desperate measures. My fork plunges deep amongst juice and noodle. A failed exercise in patience. I am scalded once more. <laughs> Good God. Thank God I don't get paid for that. Um, yeah, there's a poem about pot noodles and basically about how every time I eat a pot noodle, I always eat it too quickly, burn the roof of my mouth, and it basically all peels off like a film. Um, yeah. So there's that. Yeah, it was World Poetry Day. 
And that's a poem I wrote. I have written actually ones that I'm proud of <laughs> that aren't. Like, that would have been written in five minutes after eating a... No, in fact, I hadn't eaten one. Someone told me to write about a beef pot noodle, so I did. Um, but that would have been written in like five, ten minutes. I don't know why I'm trying to qualify it. It's shit. Excuse my language again. That's three swear words in this, and I need to get better. Um, but I guess the point is, is like anything can be a poem. There's no rhymes in that. And I know that's bottom of the barrel stuff, but the key to a poem is just like writing nicely, genuinely. I think it's just writing as beautifully as you can um, about anything, beautifully or funny. So I'd really recommend writing poems because I've never been one to write like a journal necessarily. Um, I mean, maybe the podcast could be considered part of a journal, but it's sort of, it's also just silliness for a while. Um, and there's, you know, there's a lot to be said for silliness, but sometimes when I want to just like actually, uh, you know, this, all of that's pretentious, but basically sometimes if I'm feeling something that's kind of not quite podcasty, you know, maybe I'm feeling an emotion or maybe I just feel a bit bleh, like I'm not sure what I'm doing, then I always find it's useful to write and write a poem about it. Like on Sunday, I felt quite grey, quite rudderless, quite, uh, what, mm, trying to think, just not unsure, very clouded about everything. Um, and... So I just wrote a poem about where I was. I was sat on the beach by myself. And as I went down to go to the beach, I'll tell you a little funny story. Is it funny? No. Um, there was a group of like three women, old women, um, slightly heavy set, but I'm not shaming them. I'm going to be like that when I'm older as well. Um, they were going down the steps to go to the beach there was an old couple going up the stairs to leave the beach. So, and because of social distancing, which is a phrase I hate, here's another thing my mom says every time. When she's going out for a walk with a friend, which you're permitted to do by law, I believe, um, as long as it's, you know, distanced. My mother feels like she needs to tell me every time she does it that she's going for a distanced walk. Not a walk, a distance walk, because they're two different things, apparently. They're not. Just tell me it's a walk. God, I'm few, I, I get annoyed about that. Don't like it. Um, I mean, it's almost as if you can tell that we've been locked in a house together for uh, a month. Um, so, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, old couple coming up the stairs. We all wait. I'm behind the others, the three old ladies, so I wait behind them. Old couple comes up. It all takes too long. If it's me coming up the stairs, I'm probably going to jog up the stairs. Go on, yeah, 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 you get to go. Cheers, see you, bye. All that. They take ages. Old ladies go down. They're mostly fine. The one at the back, though, is walking down the stairs so slowly. Um, like to the point where it's not even stairs, by the way. It's kind of like a slope situation. It, she was going down so tentatively and so slowly that I, you know, you probably shouldn't be going down them. Like, if it's that much of a danger, you probably should just leave it. But anyway, she did. She got down there. Great. 
And I was, you know, pleased for her, I guess. And I then descend the slope, fine. Confidently, I have my sunglasses on, but also a mask. And when you're wearing a mask and sunglasses, your sunglasses get fogged up. Um, and so I reach the bottom of the the slope and slip. I don't fall, I slip. And the old ladies laugh. They don't like properly laugh, they just chuckle. I pretended, I mean, I had my earphones in, but I knew they laughed because I only had one in, but I just pretended I didn't even hear them. And, but my annoyance was that they chuckled because in my eyes, this is where I'm clearly mentally not quite, not quite razor sharp at the moment. But um, in my eyes, they were thinking, well, that guy's just shot down the slope and he, you know, he's being reckless. And, you know, I took my time and I was careful and look at me, I'm fine. Well, guess what? I only slipped. I didn't fall. There's a difference. And I think you should remember that in life. Sometimes we slip. Um, and I mean, sometimes we fall. But if you slip, it's nothing to worry about. You're still fine. You're still up on your feet and you can still go forward. And if you fall over, you can get up. People will help you get up. So there's a little thing to remember but yeah when i was on the beach and i was a bit not sure about what to do and i was again angry like i was angry at them for thinking that even though they probably weren't they probably just thought oh that guy nearly fell over and it was funny and that's what i would do in their situation so they're completely fine um i was kind of all around very unsettled and angry because i'd had a week of you know huffing paint listening to ed Sheeran and the song, the driver's license song. And um, yeah, and I just wanted to be alone, I think. In a, you know, I know that sounds real sad, but I think that might be it. Um, and then I sat there for an hour by myself and wrote about what I could see. And it was just, you know, the waves gently lapping at the shores. Um, and yeah. It was quite nice and it was quite warm. And I felt better after that. I had a little walk home again by myself and I felt I felt better. And I had a good sleep last night and I feel even better now. So I guess, you know, if you're having a bad day, tomorrow might be better. And if, if that day is not better, tomorrow might be better. You know, the, the idea of tomorrow being better kind of just applies in general. Um, but yeah... Um, I think that's probably about it, I think, for today. We're probably on a sort of over 30 minutes, which I think is fine. So, yeah, thank you for listening. It was uh, very kind of you to spend some time listening to me moan, basically. Um, I would say that I'm, you know, better than this normally. I'm kind of more nice to be around, but I, I that might be a lie. Um, yeah. Sometimes you just need to vent. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, we will we will talk again another time soon. Um, again, I think we'll probably we are nearing a year in podcasting, so maybe another roundtable coming up soon with some other people. Uh, well, maybe including Young George and, and Emily again, but we'll you know we'll 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 see. There's some there's logistics to be figured out, and I think. At that point, we'll be out of lockdown, so we might be able to do it in person. Is that better or worse? 
would I prefer to be sat in my bedroom, you know, semi-naked with a beer in hand on Zoom than, you know, in a public place with a person and people possibly watching? Yeah, sure. But, you know, we'll see. Anyway, thanks. Remember to be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Don't be like me. Um, and I will see you, speak to you. You'll never see me. You'll, I'll speak to you next week.